What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human beings too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how many years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So get comfy and join us for a casual combo where you can expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. We are so grateful that you're here. So if you enjoyed this podcast and want to connect further, we invite you to follow along on Instagram at what the actual fork pod and subscribe, rate and review our podcast so we can continue to share this message with more and more people. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of what the actual fork podcast. As I'm introing us right now, Jenna, I am literally pulling up your Instagram because (laughs) I started laughing out loud. All I saw was a story on your Instagram that was like, apparently some of you need some banana education because much of the internet like hates bananas and I I had missed something. So let us know what's going on with bananas these days. Well, between Instagram and TikTok, this video that I posted that was literally like me just drinking a smoothie waiting to pick up my son has over half a million views and growing. (laughs) So there's seriously some vendetta against bananas. And it's like funny, not funny, but like bananas have been hated forever because remind our world that's listening right now. I mean, when I was a dietitian inside the grocery store, like the... The advice that haunts me is when I used to tell people that they could only eat banana, like, and people like remember me telling them that. Is it just is the whole thing that people think that bananas have too much carbs? Like, is that's what and sugar? And there's a viral post from a doctor. I don't even know what doctor it is. There's like two of them. One is talking about like liver health, and the other one is just talking about. I don't even remember, but basically that if you blend a banana and you drink a smoothie with a banana, that it it's just magically like turns into sugar and it's toxic and it's really bad <laughs> for you. And I like laugh. I didn't even, I should have like done something with the post so I could refer back to the actual thing, but like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I'm like, Thinking about it in my head, like, do people think that, like, when you blend a banana, that, like, it multiplies the sugar? Like, I I can't even comprehend, like, the magic that people are thinking is happening. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy. Like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. 
Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Is that, this is kind of reminding me, I feel like this was like last summer. Remember the TikTok that went viral of the guy like kept, um watermelon in his car in a bag and the bag like and expanded <laughs> they were like, this is what happens when you eat watermelon this you expand and i was like what in the actual fuck is going on was, like <laughs> no everybody was like no you left a, a bag of water and sugar in a hot car <laughs> yeah. for six days like no. Yeah, there was no stomach acid in that bag from what we were told. But um, somebody also put, like, I mean, you read the comment section on these posts and people are like, well, I heard that the fiber goes away and I heard that it multiplies the sugar and I heard that it's blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's funny and sad at the same time because the reality is, and like, I think about this on like a very literal in a very literal way. It's like, well, what does chewing do? <laughs> right? Like, And I understand, like, there's a bunch of different, like, schools of thought, right? Like, I understand that it is easier to drink more fruit than it would be to eat fruit, right? Like, they're chewing involved and, of like, course. that whole process. And then somebody was like, you know, the digestion starts in the mouth and when you chew. And I'm like, yes, we all went to school as dietitians and learned all of this. But at the same time, when you chew, you're turning a banana into mush. And when you blend, you're turning a banana into mush. And like, ah, what's the difference? <laughs> like, am I, I am I stupid? <laughs> I feel like pe- people might also be getting confused with like cold pressed juices, right? Totally. Because that's when you're going to get a nutritional change where you're not going to yield the same fiber from a fruit or vegetable. Because you're actually removing it. it. Yes. But like, other than that, because um, like that could, I could see how that could be confusing to an average consumer of looking at like a juice, like a bottled juice versus a smoothie. And how, but like a smoothie is thicker, right? And like you said, it's just, it's literally taking the physical fruit and blending it and we're not removing anything, like nothing. Like it's just, it's like, it's like an ice cube turning to water, right? Right. Like it changes shape. It changes shape. (laughs) And somebody mentioned too, like, well, when you microwave or when you cook, you know, fruits and vegetables, like some of the nutrients get lost. Totally. This totally. You weren't that. microwaving it. Like, you didn't microwave your thing. smoothie. Like, this is not the same thing. And so what I made like a follow-up post that was essentially some banana education. I have a three-part series on TikTok on this. But I think <laughs> one of the things that's like super important to note is that there are different reasons to have smoothies. And it is also important to, I guess, the education behind fruit, I think is just really important in general. So fruit contains starch, right? Fruit contains carbohydrates, fruits contain fiber, fruits contain sugar. When you eat any carbohydrates, anything at all, whether it's fruit or candy and everything in between, your body's blood sugar responds to the carbohydrates that you take in, right? It's supposed to. 
the way that you can decrease the rate of how quickly the blood sugar enters your bloodstream, enters your body, is by pairing said carbohydrate, whether it's fruit in a smoothie or that you're eating with a source of protein and or fat. Pairing those together will slow down the digestion process. And because proteins break down into amino acids and fats break down into fatty acids and carbohydrates break down into glucose, right? And that process happens faster. So in order to delay that process or prolong it, you pair it with protein and or fat, and then the digestion process happens slower over longer amounts of time, which then delays or prevents a spike in the blood sugar from happening. And it happens into like a little, what would you call that? Peak instead Mm -hmm. of a mountain, right? Like just like a little guy, right? And which is what it's supposed to do. And so in order to make that smoothie a little bit better for your overall blood sugar management or control, whether you have diabetes or not, pairing the banana or whatever other fruit that's in there with maybe some nut butter, maybe some protein powder, maybe some yogurt and nut butter, whatever it is that you want, that's going to help the overall process of digestion. And so for, I think the biggest problem here is for a doctor to go on the internet and influence people to just simply no longer eat bananas without any education on how a banana can improve your health or how to eat a banana for best blood sugar management or whatever the case may be is just like really lazy and horrible advice. But that's just me. Anything you want to add? Well, thank you for that breakdown. I love it. Love a good like nutrition education 101 bit. Some science in here every once in a while. For sure. (laughs) And I think, you know, I think this goes back to the traditional diet culture messaging that gets steeped into our medical care, specifically with people who get a diagnosis of diabetes where there are certain medical professionals who will look at them and say, stop eating sugar, stop eating carbs. Bananas are horrible. Carrots are horrible, you know, et cetera, et cetera, because these are- Wait, except they're a raw carrot salad. Yeah, right. (laughs) Except for the hormone balancing (laughs) raw carrots that we see all the time. Um, But so I think that's where like this kind of comes into play too, is these, these fruits and these vegetables and these things are- truly like demonize just because they have carbohydrates. And like you're saying, we're not saying that they don't raise your blood sugar. They do raise your blood sugar and they should raise your blood sugar. That means your body is working properly. And like you just said, there are things that you can do. This is where nutrition science comes into play, where you compare them with different things to, like you said, prolong the energy source and make a subtle rise in the blood sugar instead of a huge spike and crash. And yeah, I think this is like nutrition education 101. And this is where people completely like think that we disregard this in practice. Um, and then, and they also like see a video of you eating a banana or so that's like close to half a million. There was me eating a piece of ice cream cake. And then people assume that the only thing that you and I eat are bananas and ice cream cake (laughs) because we put one video up, right? (laughs) If only it was that simple. Wild. (laughs) If you are a What the Actual Fork OG listener, you know that Jenna and I absolutely love convenient and 
easy meal and snack ideas. And cereal is one of my absolute faves, especially now as a pregnancy craving. And Magic Spoon is one of my absolute favorites. So they have four flavors to choose from, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. My personal favorite is mixing the peanut butter and cocoa together. Each serving has 13 to 14 grams of protein, which is so rare for cereal. So you get that carb protein mix, which helps keep you feeling fuller longer, which we love sustained energy. And it is also made with wholesome ingredients and no artificial flavors or dyes. So of course, again, pregnancy craving check. It is absolutely meeting all of my satisfaction needs. And my daughter just happens to love Magic Spoon cereal as well. So if you want to give it a try, you can go to magicspoon.com forward slash fork to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use code promo code fork. That's F-O-R-K at checkout to save $5 off of your order. Um, but I feel like while we're on the smoothie topic, cause while you're talking, I started salivating and I'm clearly hungry. Um, so let's give our favorite smoothie recipes or oh like gosh, your favorite yes. smoothie combos combos. Cause I know like you definitely have a bunch and I feel like people would love some ideas. Okay. When I was pregnant, um, which I feel like this is going to make you want to run and make it, um, the smoothie I drank almost every single day was coconut milk, protein powder, frozen banana, pitted dates, Mm. cocoa powder, unless the protein powder I used was chocolate. So I wore, sometimes I would use the vital proteins, chocolate collagen, in addition to like the unflavored way that I like by up to you. So pairing those together, but the chocolate is really important. Um, did I say peanut butter already? No. No. Peanut butter, ice and blend. It's like a chocolate covered banana peanut butter cup and it's so good and the dates give it so much extra sweetness also fiber and also great for that uterus of yours isn't it like cervix cervix. sorry it's for your cervix (laughs) either way whatever give me the benefits (laughs) i should try that i might throw you for a loop because i am like a tropical smoothie gal i'm so not but tell me yeah. So mine definitely for like frozen banana is like a staple in every, in every smoothie. Like it has to be, it makes the texture so much better, but so coconut milk to bring in some of the tropical flavor, frozen banana, frozen mango, frozen pineapple, frozen ginger, the little Ooh. chunks at Trader Joe's, they sell press the them frozen. Out. Yes. Amazing. And then usually throw in a little bit of just vanilla protein powder or unflavored protein powder in there um, and blend. And it's just like, it's basically just like a very tropical yellow. It's like a pina colada. Yeah. I love, I don't know why. I've just always been like, I love like a tropical blend. I feel like I love that too, but I love peanut butter so much that I feel like you can't put peanut butter in that. And then it's like, what's the point? Exactly. And I think that's where like, I always run into issues is like, I want to put peanut butter in this, but once you start to put all those tropical fruits in there, it doesn't like really mango work. and peanut butter doesn't really work. Yeah. But you know, what's really funny is that my daughter is obsessed with peanut butter, like beyond so obsessed. No, she, she calls it dip. So every morning it's dip, dip, dip. And it's, we dip waffles, we dip fruits. <laughs> and the other day we dipped eggs, we dipped 
uh, burger in peanut butter. <laughs> peanut we, butter. <laughs> we dip everything in peanut butter, and she like demands it. I'm like, okay, and I can great. picture her. I can picture her doing that. Oh, it's so funny. Wait, let's talk more about kids' food too, because. On the same vein of like calling foods toxic and poisonous on the internet without <laughs> any context or application understanding, right? Because I think that's like what you're saying right now about your daughter is like kids in theory, like they haven't, like you can't tell them what to do. If you say, I don't want to say her name. I don't know if you share her name, but if you say girl, <laughs> like we don't dip burgers and peanut butter, she'd be like, haha, fuck you, mom. I'm going to dip peanut butter and burger together. And at the end of the day, you're like, oh, this is amazing. She's getting healthy fats and yeah, protein, like, this right? Is great. Like you're getting more energy and more fat. Exactly. And, and so I think that when you think about kids nutrition and you think about the horrific, like quote unquote, crunchy mom advice on the internet about cutting out, you know, um, veggie straws that get a lot of hate or any like quote, heavy air quotes, fake healthy foods is what they like to call them. Right. And then you think about like the application piece of it and like how that works in practice and like with kids, it doesn't. Right. So a great example this morning of, feeding a toddler is my son has become, he's three. He's become the pickiest eater. As far as like, when he decides he's not going to have something, there's no changing his mind. And when he decides he's going to have something, there's no changing his mind. Fine. But it's left us with like a lot of limited stuff to feed him. And I'm trying to like bring back my shop, right? Kids cooking class days of like calling things with spinach Hulk pasta or, you know, I remember we used to make that like black bean spaghetti and call it worms, but I'm like, kids used to eat it. My kid, no, but (laughs) red is his favorite color. Valentine's day is tomorrow when we're recording and I have red food dye because we use a lot of experiments with like, we do a lot of like the baking soda vinegar experiments, which are so fun. This has red number 40 in it. This morning and last night, he found like a a donut tray that's in the shape of hearts in one of our drawers. So he's like, let's make them. Great. I use Kodiak pancake mix, an egg, and milk. That alone would never touch. We added a couple dots of red 40 in there. Kid ate three, okay? (laughs) He ate three protein-packed little muffins. We called them donuts. And he loved them. He asked to make them again this morning, and we did. And then we made the muffins version. And we made purple ones because we mixed a little bit of blue in there too. And if I subscribed to diet culture or wellness culture or orthorexia culture on the internet, you know, I would be living in fear that I'm really hurting my kid right now. But the reality is, is that when you think about the application piece is what we've done is got him involved in cooking, got him excited about something and given him nutrients over anything else that outweighs the argument about food dyes in our kids' foods. And I think you can care about ingredients, especially as a parent. And you can be cautious and monitor and see if your kid needs any changes in their diet specifically for them and use application in practice and understand that we need to zoom out to the entire health picture and understand that in this moment he needs food. And so if he's going to eat this food that has nutrients in it, I don't care what else is in it. 
What yes. do you think? I love this. And what you, you made me think of while you were talking is to give this kind of similar example for any of our non-parental listeners. Mm. Of I, I started thinking about a client who we, you know, she had the goal of wanting to increase her fruit and vegetable intake. She wanted to work on getting more vitamins and more minerals and just increasing her nutrient-dense foods. She had already overcame the guilt and shame associated with food and found herself wanting more of these, but being afraid to do it because of like diet culture thoughts and triggers. And I remember her saying to me, like, I love, you know, what I love are like bagged salads with, you know, from the grocery store, but I, but I'm not allowed to eat those. And I was like, wait, 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 what? Let's go back here. Like, why are we not allowed to eat those? And then she went on to say how, you know, the dressings had ingredients that, then she wasn't air quotes allowed to have. And then we broke that down to say, okay, so let me get this straight. You want to eat a a bag salad that has the cabbage and the carrots and the pumpkin seeds and all these things, but you're in, (laughs) but in turn, because you're trying to avoid this dressing, you're now not consuming the vegetables and, you know, the other ingredients that are in there, nutrient dense ingredients because of that. And same thing, like, I think even another example she had given was like, just good old fashioned, like raw broccoli with ranch. And she's like, well, I can't have ranch. And so again, it comes back to whatever you need to include thinking of that, that nutrition as inclusive, not restrictive. Because if we do add ranch dressing as a dip and now we're getting raw broccoli with the fiber content, right? And the minerals and all of this stuff, um, or this bag salad example, it's like they're, they're, yes, back to what you were saying. You are allowed to care what is in your food. You are allowed to bring um, that into the conversation. But is it, is the fear stopping you from then getting nutrients because then Mm. it's like, and, and that's what I'm sensing. Like you were kind of going off of, so that's like for child nutrition, but thinking about our adult listeners too, you could do that same thing. Like are some of your food fears or the food rules that used to have hindering you from enjoying some nutrient dense foods when really it's just going to bring satisfaction to the meal? And some of my favorite facts, who are one of my favorite facts, I should say, um, about nutrition and like adding in things like ranch dressing. I think ranch always gets the most hate, just like bananas for whatever reason. Um, but when you add fats like salad dressing or dips to your vegetables, for example, you're actually allowing your body to digest or absorb the fat soluble vitamins. Like you can't digest or absorb vitamins A, D, E, and K without a source of fat properly or efficiently and effectively, right? Like you need a source of fat with them in order to get the benefits from them. So like the reality here is, is that the addition, and this is super hot on social media right now. I see a lot of dietitians talking about like the addition method, quote unquote, of nutrition versus restriction. And it's not just like for fun and games. It's because it can actually help you A, eat and enjoy more nutrient-dense foods, and B, can also help the overall um, digestive process. Absolutely. Like, hello? It's it's a game changer. (laughs) It's a game changer. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And how many people out there are just having no variety and no extra, I don't know, anything in their diet um, out of fear of breaking quote unquote diet culture rules and are actually ruining their gut health in the process. Yeah. I, well, I think back to my like most disordered time and think about like, okay, like salad dressing, right? Like we're, if we're staying on this topic of how it was so demonized, it was extra calories, like just eat the vegetables, like the bowl of veggie salad without a dressing. <laughs> and like, I can just like picture that. And then it, and then it goes back to like, okay, let's, let's continue to zoom out of okay, fine. You're going to cut the dressing out and you're just going to eat a bowl of raw vegetables or whatever. Sounds and then you, fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not fun, not satisfying. And when it comes down to it, okay, what are your food choices like later in the day? No wonder I was binging on everything in sight because I was eating a bowl of like raw vegetables and needed fat and protein and calories and all of these things that vegetables just simply can't give on their own. So there's no, this is where there's so much misinformation. There is no downside. There is no shame in wanting to enhance or increase your nutrient density and the dressings, the dips, all of these things can be used as a tool to help you do that. Um, instead of looking at them as like ruining your nutrition or poisoning you or whatever the fuck the internet is saying, they can be enhancing and helping you achieve those goals that you have. Okay. So Sam, before I ask you, you're what the actual fork moment of the week, which we, we must do. Have you seen the viral video? And I don't know who this is, but Dr. Mike is his name on TikTok. Um, and he has like 2.1 million followers. People love him. He interviewed Dr. Horrific, which is Dr. Gundry. Do you know him? I probably um, do. Like but the... It- the worst. He interviewed Dr. Gundry and he, I need to see the rest of it where he basically was saying like, um, Dr. Gundry was saying called grapes, sugar bombs. And I'm basically saying, <laughs> um, like you might as well have chocolate and Dr. Gundry's response was, so he's saying, you said sugar bomb or you said grapes are sugar bombs. And that is problematic. And he said, there's the same amount of sugar in a Hershey's candy bar as there is in grapes. And then Dr. Mike just came out and said, and he's basically like, you know, following that up. And Dr. Mike says, a mother now hears this and is going to be afraid to give their child grapes. And he's essentially saying, well, they should be and that blah, blah, blah. And he's pulling in the conversation of nuance into a conversation about health. And I feel like that just goes so much with what you and I have just been talking about this entire um, episode, how doctors, fear mongerers, crunchy moms, all of these influencers on social media make these statements about grapes and bananas 
and whatever else and just incite fear in people and make you feel like, okay, if I'm giving my kid grapes or bananas, I'm doing something wrong. And like, what world do we live in where that is the reality? Yes. That is wild. I have not seen. <laughs> I want this. to get to the rest of this video. So, 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 are you saying though that Dr. Mike was saying, like, was Dr. calling Mike, him out and yes. being like, "This is not okay." That's what I thought. I was. Hearing. Yes. I just want to make sure I heard it correctly. Let's see um, if I can keep playing it. I mean, and Gundry like doubles down and is like, "They should just give them the the chocolate instead." And like, you can have both. I don't care what you have. Anybody yeah. who is listening, but like, you cannot sit here and tell me that you think that a mother is doing something wrong for giving her kid grapes, like unless they're under the age of one, because it's a choking hazard. Yes. <laughs> I would like as you were talking, I was just thinking about how my daughter's like favorite food is grapes and she eats them so well and loves them and they're so fun and yummy and frozen grapes. Hello, have you ever taken the cotton candy ones and froze the best. them? So good. So good. Yeah, that's just um no thank you. I mean it just it just completely solidifies what we we're talking about today on the episode of everything has nuance and those kind of blanket statements are so harmful. Gundry has always been a quack. Though. Oh, he's I mean, so his, his, Yeah, no. I've but ne- people don't, he's like the medical medium. Like people don't believe that and they follow what he says because he is a man with the word doctor in front of his name or the initials doctor in front of his name who speaks with authority and confidence and he eats food. So he's allowed to have an opinion on it because that's all it is, is an opinion. And people believe him because he commands attention, right? And says very radical things, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because Um, I I think about like, if you want to talk about like what my, what the actual fork is, like I keep getting, I don't know why on my FYP, like people literally being like, I cut out sugar from my diet for 30 days and here's what happened. And then they like, and I used to get these a while ago and I'm like, why am I getting these all over my fucking feed? Like, and I don't know if it's cause I just start watching them and start laughing and because I'm like staying on the video. So I posted today, I posted a few days ago on TikTok and then I reposted on Instagram. Like I literally posted that and I was like, just fucking kidding. I would never do that. And people, it's just so funny to see. But I want to read the comment section. I'm yeah. I was right like, now. oh my gosh. I was like, people like actually do like know what I stand for because the amount of people that were like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> like I was like about to like unfollow you or like hold the phone or like, you know, oh my God, you scared me or like all of these things. It was really <laughs> funny um, to see the response of what people were saying. But I think... And and on TikTok, if you go to TikTok, it just says my 30-day sugar detox. And it just like <laughs> has 106 comments of people being like, no, I was shooketh for a moment. I gasped. <laughs> I was terrified. Um, oh my God, I almost just did a spit take. You freaked me out. <laughs> like, but Aww. that's that's what I mean though, is like I'm seeing that everywhere. And like First of all, no, you're not. You're not cutting sugar out for 30 days. Like, I guarantee you, if we check every single thing that you've consumed, there is going to be added sugar. And, uh, like, that's just a part of how our food is processed. And, like, 
it is very, very, very difficult and extremely restrictive to cut out all added sugar. And going back to what we talked about today, like sugar is fancy word glucose is our body and brain's number one source of energy and is absolutely needed by the brain and human body to function properly. And so when people are just putting these, like telling people that they cut it out for 30 days and then saying these list of things that are going right in their life and like happening, like I can't stop but laugh. But then I'll go read the comment section on those posts and people are like, oh my God, how do I do it? Oh my God. And I'm like, no, like people can't actually believe this. Like, wait, this reminds me too, the, the woman's dietitian who is a PCOS dietitian on social media commented on my banana post. Um, just something about like, like saying like supporting my post and the people fighting with her in the comment section of this post using words like hepatic ATP depletion and fructokinase and throwing out like all like trying to make you believe that they know more than you because they can like string some science together is exactly what you're saying about just the way that social media can twist and turn things. And like what I was saying about how somebody like Gundry, cause he speaks in big words and makes big sp- statements, makes people believe that he knows something about nutrition is just wild. <laughs> like- yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But I I just want everyone to hear, like, if you see a video of people doing a 30-day detox from sugar or cutting sugar from their diet, one, they probably didn't and they're lying. Two, even if they did, whatever they're feeling might not be true for you because everyone's bodies are different. And three, like, let's bring some curiosity and awareness to what they are reporting because a lot of them are like... I have a boyfriend now or like, I swear to God, I don't fight with my husband anymore. Yes. I feel like that was like, there's just things that it's like, this has nothing to do with that. And And also what happens on day 31? Exactly. Right. Going back to like the whole 30 effect of like, just what happens on day 31 and what happens in the future? What happens to your relationship now with sugar, right? Like if it's Mm -hmm. something that you just take away and bring back for a day, so then you overload it on one day and then you don't feel good. And then the cycle and the spiral continues. And it's like, if, 
And when I say results in this statement, I'm not talking about your physical body. I'm talking about the way that you feel. So if you're looking for health changes and health quote unquote results or outcomes, the way that you achieve health outcomes is the way that you keep them. So if you do feel differently, let's say, like actually after this 30 day, whatever it is, however you feel in that moment, cannot stay like that unless you continue to do what you're doing, which is removing whatever it is. That means that you really can't leave your house. You can't enjoy social events. You can't enjoy any type of vacation or meal with other people or meal outside your home or any type of gathering that has food in it. And it's just not realistic. So it's not sustainable. So we need to find another way to get you to that feeling, which is possible. And it likely revolves around adding things into your life and not taking them away. Totally agree. And I feel like sometimes people feel this like false feeling almost because it's like some of it could be a physical change. Like, sure, if you're cutting out added sugar and you notice that you eat less like some of the highly processed foods, right? Like let's say it's cupcakes and cakes and ice creams and things that maybe you had to have an unhealthy relationship with and we're binging on. So not only are you cutting those out and feeling maybe different physically, but are you also feeling this like a mental, this mental and emotional high of this false sense of control, right? Mm. Of Because that's something I see a lot when clients are in the like really thick of restrictive dieting is they, they, feel this high off of air quotes controlling when they're in those modes of restriction. But then as soon as the binging comes back or the out of control, not only are they feeling physically unpleasant because it doesn't feel pleasant to eat those kind of foods in excess, but then also that emotional mental unpleasantness of like, I'm so out of control. I'm so disgusting. How could I like do this? And that adds this other whole other layer to it. That's like just, important to think about. So yeah. And like pulling this full circle, right? So you think about that control thing that you just said, which I absolutely love the way that you said it. Um, And you think about kids too, because we were talking about Mm -hmm. toddlers before when you offer your toddler choices around food or the opportunity to be part of the decision-making, they feel like they are in control and that will prevent so many fights and tantrums. And like, because when you think about it logically and you think about what you just said, when your life feels out of control, oftentimes people will default to, well, I can control what I eat. And so that's the only area of my life that I can remain in control of. So I'm going to take it to an extreme. And that's where that disordered relationship really can spiral out of control. Um, but people believe that if there's nothing else in their life to control, that they can have that. And it makes them quote unquote, feel good when we know that that's not the reality. Um, and it's only creating more problems. But if we twist that to understanding with kids and giving them a little bit of control, it's going to help that power struggle so much. Totally agree. Totally agree. And not that it works 100% of the time. No, the first time, nothing like, does. In Santa, do you want these jammies or these jammies? No! 
and just sprints butt ass naked out the room. And it's like, okay, well, I tried to give a choice, but, uh, but no, I, to- I totally agree. And I think it makes so much sense what you're saying. And so as always, nutrition is nuanced and there are plentiful quacks on the internet to go around. Yes. I don't even think we got to your what the actual fork moment, but I feel like it's all of these things. Well, it it was just that ex- exactly. I said my what the actual fork is all of these v- detox. I don't know why I'm getting them all of the sugar detox videos. So that was my response to it was pretending for one second to do that. And it was very, um, it was very nice to see the response in this comment section is it, it was people being like, oh my gosh, you scared me instead of people like, you know, it could have ended up and it still might end up on, on the, the wrong, wrong side, side. <laughs> for now we're with the og followers and friends who who get it and last but not least did you watch usher at the super bowl yes of course i did like did it not remind you or like transport you directly back to high school and college probably college for you um, no no high school high school high school Millen- for you it was a yes. millennial dream millennial like, dream Every single song, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yes. And then I feel like Gen Z was sitting there like, what Like, is who is this, this guy? Yeah. I also listened to Spotify Usher with the baby all day on Monday. Well, so. how, how intelligent is he to release a brand new album, like, right before the Super Bowl? Because he knew that everybody was going to be streaming him, you know, I mean, right after. He's not dumb. <laughs> Very smart. Very smart man. But yes, it was it was definitely enjoyable. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork Pod. We know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all of your friends and faves, and don't forget to rate and review and let us know what you want to hear more of. The more we hear from you, the more that we can make these episodes exactly what you want. We would also love to connect with you on Instagram at what the actual fork pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you, we appreciate you, and we will see you next week for more fun.